y'all. I'm your host, Sully. And once again, we've got another beyond talented photographer on here tonight, uh, Ron Vestal. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I- I've encountered Ron all throughout the history of Facebook, and I've just always just dug his photos. Uh, he is the president of Glow Art Productions, but more importantly, he's just ambitious. It's just what this material comes off as. It's just so intriguing. Thank you. Thank you. I like it a lot. It's uh, ambitious. Yeah, I um, I tend to go forward. I tend to move forward pretty quickly. Um, I'm, I wouldn't really say I'm a photographer. Oh? You know, I call myself a neon body painting photographic artist slash <laughs> fashion designer. Because I don't I don't do portraits. I don't do weddings. I don't shoot events. You know, I, I shoot nothing of anybody else's stuff. I only shoot my stuff. So I've never in my life been a photographer for hire. Gotcha. Oh, hey, hey. Contributing to your own empire is pretty cool enough. I mean, <laughs> uh, but so uh, when did any interest spark uh, growing up? Was it throughout college or where did you always just kind of have some kind of eye for some kind of artistic venue? Well, I've always had an eye for spatial relationships. I've always been able to figure out what goes where and what fits and stuff like that. It's just a natural, just a natural, just ability, an ability I have. Um, mm-hmm. I studied radio, television, and film at, at Penn State University. And I did actually work in the field for a couple of years making community programming on the cable television level back when when cable was kind of early, kind of early. But I found, you know, instead of doing high school football games and basketball games (laughs) and stuff like that, I enjoyed taking our $120,000 mobile production, three camera production studio and going down into Club Deja Vu in Chester and recording the all-star jazz trio because I like the lights. I like the way the colors and the lights and, you know, and the, you know, the wipes and the, and the dissolves worked. I just, you know, all, all the, all that, all that evocative color and motion, you know, re- really excited me. And, and then I'd stopped doing it for a long time. And um, because I, I have another business, I have a furniture business and it really, oh, nice. it's really a hands-on business. And uh, anyway, there was a, what, what, what brought glow, glow art out was in 2008, we had an economic recession and I'm an office furniture dealer. Three years later in 2011, the numbers still aren't running between what we're selling and what we're spending. The numbers still weren't working. So I walked out onto my showroom and I looked around to see what resource I had that I wasn't using effectively. And what I f- figured out was that I wasn't using the walls. I was using the floor for a showroom, but I wasn't using the walls. So uh, friends had been telling me forever that I should have art hanging on the walls and sell a desk and a chair and a bookcase and then a work of art. So I opened an art gallery. And after oh, a wow. couple of months, and we started having monthly uh monthly events, second Saturday art gallery. And after a while, photographers came to me and wanted to shoot in the studio. And it and I ended up trading a guy his obsolete, equi- obsolete equipment for some used lockers I had. And so I just started playing around with that. And I went to a, a Facebook event at Graffiti Warehouse in Baltimore. And there was a gentleman in, in there at the event by the name of Chris Fred. And he was taking these Sharpies and painting lightning bolts on the side of models' faces and then holding up a black light and taking a picture of it. And I looked at it mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that looks kind of cool. But then it was a Facebook event, so we edited it and put the pictures up on, you know, on the on the on Facebook and and it really lit up. And I just started playing around with it from there. That would have been about seven years ago. Oh man. And uh, mm-hmm. after a few years of doing shoots and making two-dimensional art two-dimensional prints it occurred to me that it's a much better use of the medium if i put it onto apparel so Uh, i put it on the shirts (laughs) and uh and that's way more fun because now i'm a fashion designer and and fashion shows are fun they are really fun things to do absolutely man that's mouthful and like any profession, it kind of it leaped out at you versus you were looking for it. Um, 
Uh, but altogether, why do you think you just stuck uh, so close to the ground with this one? What? Why, why do you think you just instantly just trusted it? You're like, you know what? This is meant to be. Uh, I didn't trust it. I grew it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm all right. So I'm not the kind of guy I, I can't read a book that someone else wrote on how to do this and remember it and then do it. I'm the kind <laughs> of person if I'm, I'm here and I want to be there. I cut a path. Gotcha. You know, I, I cut a path to where I want to go. So and it, so I essentially invented it. I mean, there are other people have done neon body painting, but I don't uh-huh. think any, I don't, haven't seen anyone yet who has done neon body painting and then put it onto apparel and, and made it, and made it a, a brand. So I think um, I got an answer for that. I, I don't claim to know everything more than anyone else. It's just a theory. Um, but when I was at various colleges, I saw certain artistic types didn't want to blend with each other. They wanted to be their own separate corner or what have you. So I feel like that's kind of, unfortunately, kind of a trend in so many different art forms. Like uh, people want to stay in a different lane. You know what I mean? Well, that's, yeah. And um, that that's part of why I don't say I'm a photographer. You know, somebody somebody asked me once who my who, who was my favorite photographer, who I looked up to, and I said I don't know the names of any photographers. <laughs> I don't know any photographers. I don't look at anything anybody else does. I I look only at what I do. If I look at another photographer's work, it's maybe because I want to work with that model. I want to paint that model, or I want to have that model in my apparel. So yeah, I go. I never I you know I mean I I I don't shoot nudes I don't shoot implied I don't shoot lingerie I don't shoot anything except for body paint, roof silhouettes and people in my clothes. Other than right. that, I don't shoot it. I don't because I don't I it I never I never understood trying to be like somebody else. I I always thought let them try to be like me. <laughs> no, that that's a very good point. Uh, do you feel like so many kind of incorporate that, especially when they're in marketing, where it's like they uh, that they have to make it be just like their other fellow colleagues, like that's the only way to make a sell? And it's like, really, that's the only way to make a sell? <laughs> yeah, I, I I I agree. I was never much of a follower. You know, I I can remember back in third grade and fourth grade, I just couldn't understand. You know what? Why people were doing everything all the same way? Because I I would look at a problem and I would almost always come up with a different solution than most of the people in the room, and my <laughs> solutions worked too. So it was it was just always that way. Exactly. It, it just gets very underwhelming if all you're going to do is just kind of copy and paste. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not capable. Become- I'm not. I'm not capable of of following other people. I'm just not. I'm 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 not that much of a joiner, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm just I've just never been in the pack, you know. I I love the camp, but I was never a boy scout, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I love the camp. I'm on never the canvas, a boy scout. but I'm coloring a totally different corner, not <laughs> combining it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, you know, what, what I'm doing right now, where I'm going is I'm, I'm back into fashion shows again. I think I've done three since, you know, since like Mother's Day. And I've got two coming up in June and then another and two coming up in July. Oh, and, wow. uh, you know, and, and that's and that's a lot of fun. It always ends up producing a lot of content, which means I get a whole a couple of gazillion models published again. And, and they love that. My models love to see their picture with with the publication's name on it <laughs> they 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 really enjoy the tear sheets <laughs> nice uh all together um so when starting with your own tools and everything it can be very overwhelming sometimes uh what are some less pricey uh photo and painting uh supplies that you recommend Oh, okay. So, um, artists, photographers. What? Well, so it's, 
I'll start answering that question by explaining what I told someone once. Somebody said something about my art and, you know, and, and you can't this and you can't that. And I said, let me put this in perspective for you. <laughs> I can take an aardvark, shave it, paint it, throw it against the wall, photograph it and have art. So there you go. So, so I mean, what I uh, you know, a lot of the props I use, I buy at the dollar store. Sweet. You know, I go to the dollar store and I get the flowers, you know, and and I find ones that that I don't have yet, you know, and then I spray them with UV paint, and then they light up at night, <laughs> and then they light up under the lights, and they make really, really good, bright, uh, good, bright uh, props. Sweet. I mean, some of the, I was speaking to one of my sisters about um, about the art and you know and getting more sales, and she said, "Well, I'm not sure a lot of women want to put the the image of a, a, another nude woman on their clothes." So I decided to shoot the, the the props. So I took a handful of the flowers and I just shot the flowers and then copy and pasted them all over the thing, and then used that image onto a dress. And those are some of the most favorite things. I mean, the ones I like are the ones that are that are people because they're just really evocative, and I I kind of hide the people behind mesh and. You know, to make it a little more eerie and, you know, make it look like it's underwater, just just to make to, to give it to give it more interest, give it more pull. But some of the some of the most favorite images are the ones that are just the flowers. Totally. So, you know, flowers. hey, I yeah, I mean, I've got I've got my favorites, but I, I enjoy it when other people have theirs. It's like, yeah, you can have your own favorites. That's good. Exactly. So Doesn't my have. website has like 900 products on it. And, uh, and you know, it, there's pe people like different stuff. And so I just put a lot of different stuff on there. Sweet. Cool thing. The cool thing about glow art and glow art apparel is, is that it looks like nothing anybody has. Yes. There, there was a slogan at the, and I've discovered at a, at a fashion show that under that it reacts differently to different light waves. All lights have different waves. I mean, white light is the entire spectrum, but you got ultraviolet on one side, you got infrared on the other. Those are the complete opposites. I was at a show and they had oscillating lights, these LED lights, and they, they oscillated back between, between UV and infrared and UV and infrared and different parts of the of the paint of, of the image were lighting up and going back and lighting up and going back and it was so amazing. I looked at I looked at it a bunch of times and tried to figure out what it was and then I figured out it's the light waves. Different different parts reflect the light waves differently. So I came up with the slogan, glow art, what ladies wear when they don't want to leave alone. <laughs> if you put this stuff on and go out on the dance floor with flashing lights and uv lights and you know in different different light waves to, you're the to, life to, of the party the, the the dress itself becomes alive oh you know? yeah so so if you so if you're one of those you know attractive women that gets in the dance floor and dances around in one of these form-fitting pencil dresses you're not leaving alone unless you want to <laughs> <laughs> exactly it attracts a lot of attention Totally. People, you know, you could be literally setting yourself on fire and people want to gather around you, you know, because it's no one else, like you say, no one else is wearing that kind of uh, wardrobe. And it's just, like you say, yeah, it does invite a party at aesthetic. It does. Yeah, it, 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 it creates it creates a feeling, you know, it creates a feeling. Totally. Uh, and and that, that's so true. It seems like well, one thing everyone's really afraid about doing is just kind of like how to interject their art with their merchandise and everything, and then not thinking in the long run, well, this might not be appropriate for school or a strip mall or whatever, you know. And it's like, yeah. And so it's kudos to you for thinking ahead and saying, hey, you know, this is how I want to incorporate it, sell it make it available <laughs> well I, I i think it can go almost everywhere i mean may, maybe not in the boardroom you yeah. know maybe not maybe not in the. i mean at least for men i mean not not a lot of you know ceos are going to wear this shirt because it, <laughs> there's no place for a tie 
but but I mean, it can go out in the street. It can be streetwear. It could be casual wear. You know, it, it can be club wear. It it covers a lot of that. It's you know, it it can be very casual, but you can wear it to a relatively formal event. You know, you throw a black jacket over it and a pair of high heels, and and not very many people are gonna are gonna criticize someone wearing my apparel. And if they do, they're the type of people you don't care what they say. You know, <laughs> yeah, they've been putting down so many people and it's like, who put you in charge? Be constructive or just don't open your mouth. You know, <laughs> just like that. It is interesting. We're seeing a lot of that even at certain conventions where it's like they've invited all kinds of stuff, art show, movies and TV. And then they break it into all other sorts of stuff, cosplay, photo networking but yeah now it seems like everyone's well there will always be just one of those twits at a convention and it's like uh why are you here are you just here to put down various vendors I mean, you know why, why are you doing that it's not it's not helpful <laughs> well i was uh i was speaking with an energy worker that that i knew who was who was working on me at you know at the time Quite a bit. And and she said, you're going to notice after I'm finished with these sessions that that people treat you differently. <laughs> there's going to be two types of people. There's going to be people that, people that love what you do, and there's going to pe be people that hate what you do. Just ignore the haters. Just focus on the lovers and just move forward. Just, just walk right past the haters because people are going to see you moving spiritually at a very fast rate. And, and I think my apparel shows a spiritual movement at a very fast rate. At least yeah. it does for me. At least it does for me. No, that's true. I, I do see a lot of just kind of constant changes and like something new every month especially in different professions and everything and at this rate there's really no point in predicting any kind of market or any growth you know it's like it's always going to keep changing you just got to have a backup plan <laughs> yeah i don't think the key is to predict the market i think the key is to make a market that's you know that that that's kind of always been my attitude make, make the market make, make make the place in the world that you want to be uh that's i love that that is you do see so many people who kind of got the quitter approach and it's like, well, you only get one lifetime. If I was looking at this as, as financial success or financial failure or something along those lines, if that was my measuring stick, I probably would have stopped if I could stop. I, I, can't, <laughs> stop. I can't stop. I mean, I, I can't stop. This is, this is who I am. This is what I do. You know? stopping isn't a isn't a choice i'm you know i'm i'm building a studio we'll return after these messages hello and welcome to culture shocked the pop culture podcast brought to you by four aging millennials and our outdated opinions join us every tuesday as we discuss movies tv games and even music new and old dude what do you think you're doing are you seriously trying to record a promo without us right now well, uh, yeah. Dude, you can't just do the promo by yourself. Who's going to listen to that? Yeah, and you probably haven't even told them that we're a pop culture podcast where we always agree on everything. Uh, for instance, the Sam Raimi trilogy easily being the best of the Spider-Man movies. J no, no. But I think we can all agree that Jaws is a classical masterpiece. Mm, nope, don't like that. But we do all agree that the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is the best in the Skywalker saga, right, guys? That comment is so ridiculous. I don't even know where to. Anyways, uh, that'll do it from all of us here at Culture Shock. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, "Give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win." On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say, breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as... 
Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. We let things pile up in the DVR, we add them to our queues, we wait for the DVDs and Blu-rays. We time shift. The Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. Cool thing about Blind Knowledge is we are in multiple countries. We are worldwide all across the globe. We are in the U.S. We are in the U.K. We are in Canada, Germany, India, Japan. We're in Australia, y'all. BlindKnowledge.com. Now back to the feature presentation. A model's room, a separate model's room in the studio. The idea is to rent a studio space to photographers to help mm-hmm. pay the expenses of what I do. The key with the models room is I can I can invite traveling models. The best models in the world are the ones that travel from city to city to city and just model. I can give them a place to stay and a place to shoot at the same time. And the local photographers will always have, you know, a new batch of models coming through. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't really have a choice about moving forward. It's just always gotta be moving forward. I love that. Uh just constant just kind of inertia going out and making stuff and not waiting for an invite just making it happen yeah uh what uh model directories do you recommend uh for many that use have found hey very reliable everybody understands each other there's no uh, model directory yeah or just what's a model directory <laughs> well i just i just mean just sites that you know have photographers and models they can network <laughs> Uh, well, I, uh, I, I use most social media as information out, you know, the, the information I gather back in isn't really that useful for me. So I, I, I do information out. I, I just, I'm constantly putting images out and, and I buzz through and I, re- I react to the responses I get, you know, when, when I post images and then, and then other models like them, I look and see, you know, who they are and stuff like that. I mean, there's, you know, there's a, there's a couple of red flags I have. If, if they're the types of people that, that hold their middle finger up, you know, it's like, I just, I just skip them. It's like, you know, nothing personal, but you might be a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rebel's okay. It's just, it looks more like an anger thing to me. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Gotcha. Just anything you know, a little like like, over the top. Like you're, you're, you're mad at something and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to even invite that, you know? <laughs> yeah why 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 go there and why risk it you know well why, uh, why why invite that and find out oh yeah you know she she is a jerk <laughs> so yeah. i mean one of the things that, that i blow right past is that but uh you know i was using facebook for you know quite a long time as where to find models and where to find other photography groups <laughs> because the phone i had wasn't wasn't modern enough didn't have the right update to be able to do ig so you know and then i upgraded the phone and started with ig and ig's ig's usually better and faster facebook's they just they they get they, they trip over their facebook itself falls over its own feet too many times you know it no very true i so i mean that's why i asked this in general because it, it's just so hard to just kind of i mean it can be or it cannot be but everyone's got a skill set to avoiding you know time wasters or you know people who are talented but they want you to be on a certain way and it's like i'm not here to like you say i'm not here to deal with egos and unreliability i find a lot of people on instagram i find a lot of new models from fashion shows a a designer the the designers are watching all the other fashion it's not the designers the fashion show producers are watching all the other fashion show producers and when they see when they see a brand and they say, oh, that's that's different, they contact you. They contact that brand and say, hey, you want to be in my show? I, uh, 
I yeah, I have a difficult time keep spending the money for shows. Shows are expensive. The travel's expensive. The rooms are expensive, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I need to sell way more stuff to be able to keep up with it. So I'm uh, I'm doing a lot of free shows, which are more difficult. They're not organized as well. The venue's not as nice. You know, they, they are the free shows are less than the shows you pay for. But I'm also and I'm careful about saying this, but I guess I'm not careful enough because I'm saying it to you. <laughs> I get comped a whole lot of places, mm. a whole lot of fashion show producers look and see what I did at somebody else's show. And then they send me their they send me their designer card and i say hey i can't do that and they say oh yeah don't don't pay attention to that that's you know that's not your price you know but but i have to be careful you know to tell a fashion show producer that i don't pay the price because i don't pay i don't pay the asking price because then they think i'm going to tell the next guy that i didn't pay their price and you know it's that whole thing (laughs) i've i've been selling stuff stuff since i was 15 years old and you got to be really careful if who finds out who got what discount because you know god yeah well yeah it's it's it it, people are people and they then they've got their egos and they get upset but um yeah i get i get comped a lot i get deep discounts a lot and uh but i do a good job when when i show up at a show i do a good job i mean for example i had victoria henley of uh the magnifique shows say to me it's say in front of everybody when she had the the models meeting before the whole show she said when <laughs> glow art comes the show's just a little bit better you know, and I thought, wow. wow, that is so great. She actually told everybody that the show's better when I come. I thought that was so such a nice thing to do. I was so happy. And uh, and, cool. and I think it, it's I think it's that way all the time. You know, I think the other I think the other fashion show producers have figured out that yeah, glow art really knock, knocks our show up a level. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's essential. Um, altogether, uh, just. What gets you up in the morning where you just know, <laughs> hey, I'm ready to go? Oh, my brain gets me up at four in the morning every day. Four in the morning. Okay. Four sweet. in the morning. Everyone starts at a different time. So no, that's cool. And and, and I lay there for a little while and I, and I look at, I, I turn my phone on because I don't want it to ring at night. And I look at it and I say, it's four in the morning. And then I lay there for a minute and I think, I don't really need to get up. Then I think, <laughs> am I tired? And, and my and my brain's going, nee, 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 nee. I think I'm not tired. I'm tired. It's like, no, I'm not physically tired. So I say, so why am I laying in bed? You know, so I just get up. Um, you know, rest of the folks get in at uh, eight o'clock or eight thirty. I've got half a day in by the time they get to work. And that that's when I do like most of my marketing, most of my creative stuff in, in the morning before I've spoken to anybody else. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. So what gets me up in the morning is my brain. My brain wakes me up and and I assess do I need to lay here or not and every time I come up with no, I don't need to lay here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Love it. Oh man. Um and what are some other good websites uh in terms of networking? IG and Facebook, you know, I IG's really good. Um, like I like I said, I, I get a lot of networking from doing shows. You know, when when I go when I go to a show, I usually bring my apparel. Well, of course I bring my apparel, but I bring my camera also. You know, and I've got this interesting trick. I got a little whiteboard about this big. I put the model's name, their Twitter, their Facebook, their Instagram, their cell number, and their email address. And then they hold it like a placard, like like when you're getting arrested and <laughs> shooting a mugshot. And I take a picture of them in my apparel, and then you just wipe it off and give it to the next model. So when I shoot, when I when I go to a fashion show, I've got all the contact information for like 20 or 30 new people. And I go and I look at their social media. So yeah, fashion shows, doing a fashion show, it really works for me. But when I but I do I do them as a designer and as a photographer also. I don't, but I don't I don't shoot any of the other designers stuff i just shoot my stuff but i get i get contact information for all the models that are wearing my stuff and and that's just a really big resource very nice all right so 
altogether, I mean, that this is very insightful, but it's also just very intriguing. Um, and what would you say really just keeps you going, though? Just like every day, you just know you're going to discover something new. Just keep it going. I keep myself going. It, it's <laughs> it's just my brain. I, it's it's you know. Let me think. There was a movie Harrison Ford was in. It was called Mosquito Coast, that and a it's good one. from gosh, I guess about the eighties. Eighties, and you yeah. know what he said is dead things go downstream. <laughs> yes even more ironic, so if you're alive yeah. you're going upstream you know <laughs> and that's just what my brain does my brain gets up and goes and does stuff I, it's just it's just the way i've always been sweet no that, that that's that's cool because some people can't make that connection or they i don't know they they get flustered by stuff that's annoying you know Oh, I get flustered by stuff that's annoying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll turn it I'll turn the computer off, you know, and and I'll go for a walk around the block, or or I'll eat. Eating's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a break from it and then come back. And sometimes, if it's too big a pain, I'll I'll shut it down and start again in the morning. Things that were things that were difficult last night are always a lot easier first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. No, that's cool. Um... Altogether, I mean, you're very, you're very fearless. <laughs> but where do you think you got that? <laughs> oh, you know, I live in Pennsylvania. And <laughs> that's the only reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I live in Pennsylvania. And um, when, when I was 15, my parents lived way out in the country. And at this particular time, when you left the state highway if you didn't get a ride you were walking the rest of the way and it was like four miles from the state highway back to to where my parents lived and i was 15 years old if it was friday night i was going out you know i wasn't saying i was going out we you had a blizzard when, yeah we had a blizzard i went out <laughs> it was two feet of snow i got a i got a ride at route 30 till i came to this to to the Susquehanna Trail, which was a two-lane road, and I walked the rest of the way. It took me a couple of hours, and the nice. whole time I'm thinking, I'm going to die. I'm <laughs> going to die. I'm going to die. After a couple of hours, I found myself sitting in a warm tub <laughs> because I finally made it home, and I realized nothing is going to kill you until you're dead, it's, and if it does, it won't matter because you'll be dead. So, nice. so there's, there's not that much to be fear, feared of. I mean, you know, things, things don't really hurt very long. If it hurts, it hurts a little bit, you know, and then you <laughs> learn from it. Well, you know, there's, there's, I mean, there, there are losses in life. There's lots of losses in life, but you know, if you focus on the wins and you focus on the successes, the losses fade in the background. I really can. Yeah. Man. So I'm just loving this is nonstop, just positivity. Um, and it's just so hard for other people to do. Uh, what what encouragement do you do to kind of set the mood and just remind everyone, hey, you're here to have a fun time and do some good work. Well, what do you do to kind of just rouse up just the Oh, out? other people. Yeah. Hmm. Motivating other people. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So first of all, I'm I'm a Sagittarius rising. Sag is a really positive. And <laughs> Sag rising is just a really positive aspect of a zodiac sign. So I tend to just rally crowds. I I I got I got a, I got a method of rallying crowds. It just works, you know. And it works on kids. It works great on kids. Kids are all, almost always ready to laugh unless they're hungry or they drop their ice cream or something, you know, or they're a little bit tired. You can always get them to come along with a game. Just make a game for them. You know, I mean, <laughs> there you go. My daughter, uh, my daughter showed me stuff stuff way back when she when she was in middle school. I I learned this fun thing. She said, "You you know, of course, you know, high five, right? High five. Oh, the band, yeah. Now, well, yeah, the, the greeting, high five. Oh, uh, the actual, high right? Five. Okay. There's another one. Yes. There's another one. Correct. Yeah. It's called jellyfish. Goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you do that with kids, give me jellyfish. You pull it away and go like a jellyfish. It just they just crack up. Yeah. People are ready. People are ready to be happy. They just they they just need they just need a kick. You just gotta kick them. That's awesome. Um, and it's wild how greetings like that kind of come in waves. Like they're known within just certain just groups demographics, and you're like, where did it start? I want to know more about this. This is awesome. <laughs> you never heard of jellyfish? I. I think I heard people utilize it, but yeah, so that shows me I've been under a rock. <laughs> yeah, well, next next time you're out, you know, like in in, in a, a public, you know, like a carnival or, you know, an entertainment center or, or or like an arcade or something, see a kid and say, hey, yeah, man, do you know high five? And get them to give you a high five and you say, hey, do you know jellyfish? <laughs> and if they don't, show them. And see, nice. especially if they're littler, you know, if they're five or six, oh man, they love that. They love that stuff. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Um, uh, any upcoming material you want to promote? I've got a show in uh, Philadelphia, Philly's show of fashion, Philly, Philly, Philly's storm of fashion. That's, um, Father's Day, June 18th. Mm. Commodore Barry, Commodore Barry Arts Center. I've got a show on Friday, February 23rd, Summerfest. It's in DC at oh my gosh. You'd have to look it up. Summerfest, mm. Summerfest. 2023. Mm -hmm. That's the next two. And then from there, I've got a show. Well, it'll be um, Miami Swim Week, and I'm with, and I'm with, I should know this better, <laughs> Miami Swim, I'm at um, Beautiful You Fashion Tour, Beautiful You Fashion Tour, Saturday, July 15th at Holiday Inn Miami Beach. And then mm -hmm. there's another one coming up on July 29th. I when beauty meets purpose at the MGM National Harbor. Uh, at this point, we, I have preliminary plans to participate as a showcase, which will be fun. Rather than as a designer, I'll be a showcase. So those are the the next four things. That's what's You're happening, that, guys. Between... He's a showcase. To showcase. <laughs> Aren't you glad they said that and not nutcase? <laughs> nutcase. Oh uh, yeah, you know I've been called a nutcase before, but you know the actual, I've uh, <laughs> I've I've spent a lifetime being an office furniture retailer. <laughs> so I've you know I've got a real nuts and bolts type of job. So you know I'm not only creative. I you know I can. For for somebody who's got a really really nuts and bolts business, I'm really creative, really flamboyant, outgoing. Nice. Just always been that way. I'm not sure why. It just works for me. Okay, very cool. Um. Uh, all together. I mean, uh, what areas do you recommend people uh just hang out at and uh especially uh promote uh you know, other than Facebook and Instagram and any big giant networking events that you think are going to be pretty ideal. For what? Oh, just photography. <laughs> I would, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're established, do, you do what you want to do. You know what you're doing. If you're a beginner, my advice is shoot all you can go everywhere <laughs> you can bring your camera everywhere you go. And and get the information of of the people that you shoot with. You know, always make the contacts. Always get that. Always get their information, because you know, then you're building your contacts. You know, if you if you if you if you do a photo, if you shoot like eight pictures of someone, just in public somewhere, and then you and and you and then you you edit them later, and you look at them, and you say, oh my gosh, like those those expressions are amazing. Who was that? And you don't have the information. It's like. <laughs> Oh, you got a picture of an amazing expression and you got no way to recreate it or no, or no way to springboard off it. The real key is keep the contacts, make the contacts, save the information. I, uh, I, I log mine in my phone. When I make a contact in my phone, 
I will. I mean, I do it for plumbers and carpenters and roofers. The first on the first line of the contact information, I put their first name and their last name. On the second line, where their last name would go, I put their occupation: model, photographer, designer, plumber. And then the third line, I put the city they're in. So nice. if I'm in if I'm in Washington, I need a model. I go model Washington, and a whole line of them comes up. It's the, the thing pre-sorts for me. It's wow. the old computer. G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. The, but the most important way to use your information is based upon how you enter it. Mm. So enter the contact information. When you, every time you meet someone, you're working with someone, enter the contact information. First name and last name on the first line. Occupation on the second line. City right. on the third line. And then you've got them sorted for you. You're, you know, <laughs> you're in Cleveland, you need a plumber. Cleveland, plumber, <laughs> you know, they all come up. Nice. The key is how you sort the information entering. That's very neat. Man. So yeah, in, in, in review for beginners, shoot all you can. Take shoot. your camera everywhere. Shoot all you can. Shoot well. Know your lighting. <laughs> know your lighting. Get the lighting down, yeah. <laughs> yeah, know your lighting. Very cool, very cool. And so we have officially picked your brain. <laughs> well, yeah, and I and I'm and I'm happy to share. <laughs> well, and more importantly, I hope other people just learn a lot from this because you know, I, I've been around so many different media types and I, I just don't see enough people having fun. It's like, well, let's let's have some fun. <laughs> I was uh, I was in New York City. On Christmas Eve, and we were at FAO Swartz, this toy store, mm -hmm. the, the big famous toy store. And I, I don't know where it is. It's I'm, I'm sure it's in Manhattan, but it's anyway, it's it's, it's real there. famous. And there was uh and there was a a five six foot four Christopher Reeves looking New York City model out there dressed as the toy soldier. <laughs> you know, and I'm guessing he was in his 30s, and and by about noon he was looking whipped. He was start, he was fading by noon. I'm thinking, all right, 30 year old living in New York City, you're out partying like crazy Friday night. You got a gig Not on Saturday, <laughs> and halfway through your day, you're starting to crash. And everyone wants to take their picture with the toy soldier, and he's like, and he's trying, and he's trying. And I said, hey man, try this. Yeah. I said. You get the people with you. Give me the camera. When I say three, you say Shazam. Uh, he says, all right. So instead of going one, two, three, I just say three. And he went Shazam. And everyone went Shazam. <laughs> so if you're doing photography and the people you're working with aren't, don't know how to cooperate, if you say Shazam, <laughs> you can't say Shazam without Shazam, you know, without opening your eyes and smiling and throwing it out there with your hands. <laughs> I've used contagious. this a million times. I tell, I tell people with a group, you know, and they're posing in front of that backdrop at, at an event and they're, and they're just not getting it done. They're, they're just not, they're, they're not, they're not giving me a picture I want to take. Right. So I say, I'll tell you what, when I say three, you guys sh say Shazam, even if I'm just <laughs> working with their phones. And I'll say three and push the button, three, push the button, three. They're going, Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. And after a while, you'll, you'll get one. But you skip the one and the two. You just go right to three. Don't give them a chance to think about it. <laughs> right. Uh, the minute you think about it, the minute it's lost. <laughs> yeah. Right. Very nice. And so this has been some great advice. Uh, All together, uh, uh, how would you say you're approaching this year versus last? <laughs> right now, I'm at a point where I'm moving forward. Um, there was about eight or 10 big obstacles in my way. Mm -hmm. And I was pushing against them and they weren't given. And I was pushing against them and they weren't giving. And so I just kept pushing. I just kept on keeping on because I know sooner or later, if you persevere, time is on your side. You just mm -hmm. have to keep on persevering. So out of those eight obstacles, about five of them are gone. 
now, but, but by the time I get rid of the last three, there will be one or two more, I'm sure. But you just keep pushing at them. You know, I, I, I know what things are wrong in my life and in my career. I know what they got to do to make them right. I know what I need to do to make them right. What, if I do what I need to do, it doesn't always make them right. Sometimes yeah. I got to do what I got to do, get all the ingredients in there, and then I got to let that sucker cook. Sometimes time <laughs> has to make the rest of it happen for you. And you exactly. just got to be there and be ready. I've, uh, I've, I've correlated making life decisions with the theory of body surfing. When you're body surfing, you're out in the waves. You get out far enough and in close enough so where the waves are breaking. And then you watch, and you watch for one that's going to break where you are. When you see one that's going to break where you are, you turn, you swim like hell, and you <laughs> hope you catch it. You know, exactly. So you get out there in, in life, you get out there in your tread water, you position yourself to do what you want to do, and you watch for the opportunities. When you see an opportunity, if it looks like a viable opportunity, jump on it and ride it as far as it'll take you. If it fails, it fails. Get out there and wait for the next opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's the AFE fall down. You know, I fell down six times, but I got up seven. You know, <laughs> it's that same slogan. If, but you, you can really visualize it. If you ever, if you ever body surfed and had, you know, and, and, did, and did like an hour of it, it had three really good rides. You, you know what that is. You know what that's like. Oh, totally. And you're going to have to deal with it again. You know, it's, there's no way around it, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you got just so many different preps, so many different backups and just even just other shortcuts that remind everyone, hey, here's why we're all here and doing what we do for a living. You know, it's just and so many people don't have what you have, which is just like certain skill sets and just in general, just a sense of passion. And I get it. You know, everyone handles stress and uh ego differently you know so when you can just not downplay it but acknowledge it and just kind of invite them hey you know uh, you're still here to have fun you know <laughs> well i appreciate that thank you anytime uh, um I, I i don't know any other way to be i just <laughs> i don't know any other way to be <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I pretty much go go full steam ahead. You know, when, when I run out of when I run out of steam, I, I'll take a nap. You know, really? I'll turn the lights off, close my eyes, and you know, and put and and lean back for 15 minutes, and I may actually sleep for two or three, and then I get up and go again. You know, wonderful. All right. Well, uh, anything else you'd like to do before we? take off <laughs> well, i just want to thank you for uh for doing this for me i really appreciate it anytime it's very very nice very nice and I, I wish you all the success and and i hope i was able to give your listeners you know and any kind of insight with, with problems they have they they can contact me if they want i don't mind giving advice my, my website is glowart.com g-l-o-w hyphen a-r-t dot com and you can send a message on there and oh, wow. and my telephone number is actually on the website. I, I don't really want you to call me. I, I mean, all right. So six in the morning to nine o'clock at night, Eastern time, nine days a week, I will answer my phone most of the time. <laughs> and I'll talk to people if I can, you know, if I'm driving, if I got my earbud, you know, I'll put it in and drive and talk. I, uh, you know, if, if I'm on the other line, that'll be hard. I can, uh, I can listen to two conversations at the same time, but I can only respond to one. <laughs> but yeah people can message me and i'll contact them with my best advice and i'm i'm always looking for brand ambassadors I, what i'm doing now is hey. i'm when when i'm able to shoot with someone i make them a brand ambassador i give them a promo code the promo code gives anyone who purchases with their promo code a 10 percent discount and then i'm paying my brand ambassadors 50 percent of my profit from all the sales with their promo code Sweet. That way they don't think, oh, he's giving me 10% of his profit. I'm giving him half of it. Half of every sale, half of the half of my profit from every sale made with your promo code, I'll give to you. So I'm always looking for brand ambassadors. I, you know, I need some effective 
influencers. A lot of people say, you know, I, I want to be a model. I want to be an influencer, but they don't get up and start doing it every day. You know, if you want to, if you want to get to the top of the mountain, you got to get up and start walking up that thing every day. Every so that's day, what man. I wanted to say, but I do really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. I, I don't think everyone treats themselves, you know, right enough. They're just, I'm just getting bogged down by, you know, negativity. And then I'm just reminding everyone, Hey, we're all here to have fun. We're all here to be positive. So let's stop that. <laughs> Fresh air, sunlight, exercise, lots of water. <laughs> In that'll, that, that, that'll yeah. <laughs> that will really help <laughs> that that'll get a lot of it going you know eat good food don't eat out of boxes don't eat out yes. of cans eat fresh food the closer you eat to the dirt the better you are right <laughs> cons walnuts all other sorts of veggies yeah <laughs> oh yeah i love nuts that, that's my late night snack right best <laughs> all righty well so we, we've talked your head off. We've hopefully had a, just a beyond fun sit down. Um, <laughs> uh, th thank you ever so much. It's just, yeah. It's rare. Hey, I'm way pleased. <laughs> thank you, Cameron. Anytime. Anytime. Have a great night. I will do my best. <laughs> you, you nanu, just nanu. <laughs> 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 All right. Godspeed to you, my dude. I will keep updating you when I. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.